0: See in color, see in
1: color, see in color,
0: see in color, 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 see in color. Future. The music of the past, the music of the past, the music of the past.
1: Gentlemen, and welcome to episode three of the Scene Colour podcast. My name is Max, and we are back, ready for a another road and adventure of music. Doesn't make sense, but we'll roll with it. What was that? That was John Miles with music. Absolutely fantastic tune. Um, going back to the seventies, I believe 76, 1976, John Miles' music encompasses everything music should definitely, definitely have. It should have emotion. It should have slow bits. It should have fast bits. It should have pumping bits. Orchestras, guitars, everything. Oh, it's like I if you if you sat there and listened to that whole song and didn't just feel when the that comes in. If you didn't jive, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need to sort it out. Okay. That was absolutely fantastic. Absolutely bloody buggering fantastic. So welcome back. Hope we've all had a very good week. Um, as it stands at the moment, as I'm recording this, the, um, podcast, uh, distributor anchor still have not distributed the podcast to iTunes and, um, Uh, Well, it's Apple Podcasts, isn't it? Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and stuff like that. They said it should take two business days. I released this two and a half weeks ago, Anchor. So can you bloody put the podcast out? By now, we'll have three episodes out and it's still not anywhere else. All right. Lovely. We've got that settled. So hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to this by now because of my rant on... Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. However, if not, um, I'm going to start sending links out to just the podcast on Anchor because um, else it's just never going to get listened to. No one no one has Anchor to just to listen to podcasts. So we're going to do that. You can always, please, please, actually, in, I insist, I insist now, right, stop whatever you're doing, go on Instagram and follow c.in.color on Instagram. We post every week, Um, with a new episode, and that is the best way to get in contact with me to get one of your songs or stories on here. What I want to do is, we had a fantastic week last week of suggestions, all sorts of songs from all sorts of different genres and bits and aspects of music. What I want to do is try and get reasons behind you choosing that track. I want to incorporate that into it as well. Let's get, you know, it might just be, I fucking love that song and it makes me dance and what have you, Or it might be it reminds me of this time in my life or um, it gets me through this and what have you. So now go on Instagram at c.in.color, follow us, comment on the most recent picture with or DM me with your song suggestions for the up and coming weeks. What I'm going to do is we're going to have one week where we do song suggestions and we're going to have another week where we follow a theme. So today's theme is if we could turn back time. So I'm going to go back in time to some songs that basically I believe I listened to as a, as a result of my parents. So we're going to only listen to songs that I believe were from, they they listened to growing up, um, that I've then listened to. And I want to share with you guys There, I've got some absolute cracker. I mean, music that sets the scene. We're going to have to do better than that, apparently. Um, I've got one that I think will blow everyone away, but there, and there's a couple that people will already know. It's um, just wondering what to do next. Um, you know what? We're just going to go straight into the second one, uh, second song. Um, so if you haven't already before the song starts, follow us on Instagram. It will be much appreciated. Uh, this is our third episode. Welcome back. Dig yourselves in. Carry on what you're doing. Lovely to see all the support so far, big love to everyone, let's go with song 2. oh doesn't that just get you you're just jiving all these songs from back in the day and just jiving there's 1983 so that's what almost oh, 40 years ago god doesn't that make you feel horrible the 80s was almost 40 years ago i mean i'm not from the 80s i'm you know lovers excuse me and young but even so thinking about when the 80s were i think like i was born in 1995 so when you're like talking beginning of two thousands, you're like ah, uh, that was almost you know only twenty years ago, forty years ago, madness. Rod Stewart, absolutely phenomenal voice. Very um, it's not a voice you hear really anymore, is it? Actually, to be fair, like that sort of um, he's got like ai ah! don't I don't know how to describe it. It's almost like uh, you he he's like going for it, isn't it? He's he's proper going for it. Um, I just like the jive of that. I like the. Um the melody of um the the verses is really catchy. Um and then obviously the chorus. It just reminds me it reminds me of um working in the order of arms back sort of what, gosh, five, six years ago. Um No, shut up, Max. What are you talking about? Yeah, gosh. Yeah, five, six years ago. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, so working in the and we always used to we used to have Saturday nights and we used to play stuff like Queen and um I can't think of any other examples. It's terrible, isn't it? But that sort of um, like all those songs that sort of get you—you want to stand up on tables and sing along to—and um, they just get you going. Um, obviously, during this um, episode, there's going to be a huge, there's a huge amount of songs, like a huge catalogue of songs I could possibly play. But um, I'm trying to pick ones that I I have some relation to in in a way. Um, so. You know, I'd love to sort of do another episode like this where we sort of go back in time, or maybe even if we can get some people to suggest some songs that are, you know, for back. We had a we had a, um, a couple last week, but like if we can get sort of this is a, every song suggestion. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter if you're suggesting classical music. It doesn't matter if you're suggesting music that was written for a film. Um, or folk, or something that was from the '60s or the '20s, or whatever. I have so many songs that I keep on, I keep on getting excited, and I want to share with everyone. But it, I feel like it needs to, it needs to have some f- form of theme. If I'm sharing my songs, if we're sharing other people's ones, I think the beauty comes from the fact that none of they don't necessarily match up. Um, it's all just sort of slap and dash. Whereas every other week, I then want to do a more personal one from my my perspective of music but um keep a theme with it so on that note we're going to move on to the third song um this song reminds me of being in the car with my dad which is when I first heard it but they've actually been playing it a lot in the local pub um that I'm working at at the moment and and they um it it comes on quite a lot um and every time it comes on, I'm just like, "Ooh, it's like it's like a groove." But it's just, it's, I don't know. It never, this song never picks up and crescendos. It's sort of like, it, it's it's a it's a good background one. So if at the moment if you're in the car or if you're um, revising or something, uh, you're gonna stop listening to my irritating voice, and we're gonna put something on to make you chill. All right, take a chill pill, shut your eyes, just vibe with it. This is Man Eater. back what a thumping tune it's the bass line for me the bass line oh absolutely fantastic and a saxophone solo saxophone is such a cool instrument i play guitar drums and a little bit of piano but the saxophone oh my god isn't it such a it's such a sexy instrument to play i feel like if you could play the saxophone well say if you knock that out that solo out oh you have people tumbling all over you. Absolutely fantastic instrument. But that song in general, a bit weird. It is a bit of a weird, um, I mean, the thing that instantly comes to mind for that song is that Bunny Boiler from Fatal Attractions. It's sort of like, I don't know. You can picture this um, because Manny's was uh, 1982 and you can imagine that sort of, you know, like so you imagine what Rod Stewart looks like and also imagine what um what's his name look like? I just all of them you know you know when they did um Christmas aid band-aid um thing and you see them the video of all of them are like all the guys have that sort of swept back, big, big hair. It's all like swept so you just imagine but then the girls had that as well, and you just imagine this girl like that with like dark makeup and have you seen if anyone's seen um sing street sing street on netflix if you haven't check that out it's fantastic absolutely insane um soundtrack um in terms of the um the original soundtrack and then also the 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 film soundtrack as well but um it's all based in the 80s in ireland absolutely fantastic but the fashion in that is kind of what i imagine this woman that's apparently the man needed to look like. I'm completely rambling. And if none of you have um, heard or seen or know anything I'm talking about, then it's all pointless. However, I know what I'm talking about. And it does make sense. I don't I don't know. That's actually how I pictured it. It's just like swept back hair, makeup. Um, not the sort of woman you'd imagine now, if that makes sense. Because you kind of... The, the, the stereotype of the woman then fits the stereotype of that decade, not now, if that makes sense. I don't know, it's just weird. It's a funny thing to think about. It's interesting what kind of like pictures music paints in your head when you when you think of a song. Like, for me, that song throws me back to sort of sitting in the car, but then also I imagine the person they're talking about. And like, you obviously, she's got to be, she's probably drop dead gorgeous, but just sort of like, she's a mean bitch. Do I mean? Like no one can tame her sort of thing. Um, Very good for sort of the feminist movement. Maybe, you know, maybe I've got the, maybe I've got the song wrong. I just imagine it as being like this, like hard ass bitch that's beautiful, but she's like, she cannot be tamed, which is fantastic in a way, you know, each to their own Wonderful. So I didn't say a word then that's meant to be wonderful. Anyway, we'll move on. The um, next song I want to do is a song that reminds me of. I think it reminds me of Garage. it's no, not Garage Band. What's the um, What's the thing with the guitar? Guitar Hero. Not bad. Yeah, Guitar Hero. This reminds me of Guitar Hero. Um, or maybe it's Band Hero actually, because it's the one that was on there. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And me and my friend Matt, we used to. Um, we got really, really nerdy and good at this game. We used to have two guitars on it um at first, we start you could like start a band and go through and this was one of the songs um that would come up and I remember at first I don't think I'd ever heard it before, but I was like, "Oh, this song's sick and then the more um when uh, once I knew it, I realized like it it was it I didn't realize it was such an old song for me it doesn't sound. Like some of the songs, like Rod Stewart and stuff like that, they sound, and Eater actually, they sound from their decade because they've got like, I don't know what it is. It's the synth maybe. It's the little um, bits they put in, like little odd instruments, like clicking and shit like that, like around it. The songs don't sound modern, whereas I think this song doesn't sound its age. I don't know. Maybe listening to it now, I might. It might sound its age, but I I always thought then when people when I listened to it, it really didn't sound its age. But let's give it a go. See what you think. This is "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult. Let's go. Um.
0: So the way.
1: kind of take back what I say uh, or said sorry um it does definitely sound older than I used to I used to imagine it um I think it's the way he sings because the way the way he sings is it's not like Man Eater and it's not like Rod Stewart but it kind of it, it just sounds it does sound like that decade I think it's more the riff the riff for me just sounds it's crisp and it sounds quite modern like the general recording sounds good I Jesus, that song was from 1976. Do you know what I mean? Like, for a 1976 that doesn't sound dated, I don't think. It doesn't sound as dated as some other songs can. Um, I think it sounds really ahead of its time, which is maybe why, well, obviously then it would sound more modern. But, it, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. The the one thing I will say, though, is, and this is probably being overly critical, um, and this is obviously my personal opinion. Is that I really don't like um, the middle bit. Like, I, I get that the song is quite continuous and doesn't really change a lot. And then all of a sudden, like they're probably thinking, oh, we need to change it up a bit. But the way they do it with all of it, sudden it's all of a sudden it's starting. Sorry, it stops, and then it almost does it. I don't know if it changes key or not. And then it plays these like diminished notes that sort of like, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then the solo and stuff, and it just doesn't sit right with me. It, it kind of spoils the song. Because I feel like the whole song is sort of like it's a nice vibe. It's like can you, you can imagine driving to it or something like that. Like driving on the motorway, driving to the beach, windows down, playing that song. Um and then all of a sudden that bit comes along and kind of just I don't know. Takes over. I mean, on iTunes it does say Blue Oyster Cult or Hard Rock. I'll hold my hands up. That is the only song by Blue Oyster Cult. I think the only song by Blue Oyster Cult I know. Um, right, let me let me have a look. Blue Oyster Cult. Um, their biggest song is, their top songs are, the, f- the top five songs and Don't Fear the Reaper on different sort of singles and stuff like that. I mean, they've got a song called Burning for You and Godzilla um on the best of Ploysicolp. But again, it doesn't um it really do- it doesn't ring a bell for me at all. Maybe listening to the song, we're not gonna do that now. Um so yeah, so maybe that 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 the way they um do that maybe that fits the style of the band or the style of that album. Um so fair play. But then as a as a standalone song, um I don't really like that bit. But anyway, fantastic song. Thank you very much to myself for recommending it. You're welcome. Um, so we're going to hop on to This is a band that I listened to death to, basically. Um, they, my dad introduced me to this band. Um, and I've listened to all sorts of different songs by them. They really got me into... I don't know. The, the way music was written... Um, it was always really catchy, um, yeah. They is it's, I, "I, I don't know how other how another way to explain it. It's not necessarily one of their biggest singles. Like if you said this band, I don't think you'd um, you'd say this song. Um, let's try something actually. Right, okay. So you're listening to this. You're listening to episode three now. So if you go on to Instagram." Episode three will have its own post, okay? And it'll be the same uh, color as the front of this episode. So if you go on there and then comment down below um, your song, the first song that comes into your head when I say Duran Duran. All right, so the band Duran Duran, what song, the first song by Duran Duran that comes into your head? Just comment the song. You don't need to put anything else. Just comment the song. So if you go on Instagram, c.in.colour, Go on this episode, episode 3, and comment the first song that comes into your head when I say Duran Duran. I bet you it wasn't... I wonder if any of you would have got that. I wonder if any of you would have got that. Fantastic song. I used to love. It. I used to, the the pump. The pump of the song is just insane. So, um, and that I used to love the way that the first at the end of the first chorus he cuts the shine and cuts it, but then he holds the note um, the second time, and then the da 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 da, and then the solo. Then oh, it's sick. I remember me and my friend Charlie sitting in the back of my dad's car. He used to come and stay around for um, a few nights at a time. Uh, we used to look after him, and um, we used to, My dad used to pick him up, and he would sit in the back of the car with me, and we'd say, "Dad, can you put Wild Boys on?" And we'd sit, and I'd pretend I'd be playing the drums, and he'd pretend he was playing the guitar, and we'd both sing Wild Boys. Absolutely fantastic memories from that song. Cracker song. Obviously, they've got other songs. I bet you some of you said um, Ordinary World. Some of you said A View to a Kill. Um, or um girls on film. Girls on film's a funny one that has a, a bit of a um funny, funny hidden agenda. Um but yeah, I love love Duran Duran's bits. I think they're um definitely a staple of that um period of music. Again they're sort of late seventies, eighties sort of thing. But um yeah fantastic. Apparently uh, and I always forget his name, uh the lead singer um of Duran Duran his name is, um, I'm Googling it now, uh, Simon Le Bon. And apparently at the start, he couldn't sing for shit, um, but they just rolled with it. And then after a while, you know, his voice got good. And by, by this sort of thing, I mean, you know, you have the studio magic and to make him sound better, but apparently live, he was shocking when they first started. But that's always a thing. That's a thing that um, I heard from a band doing an interview and that they said, if you ever wanted to start your own band, or make music with a group of people don't make music with the people that are best at doing that instrument do it with the people you love to bits because if you do get big you end up going on tour and whatever and you you're spending sort of six months of the year with these people and if you don't like them they might be amazing at their 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 craft and you might be sick But if you don't get along with them, the chemistries are going to work and you're going to fall apart, aren't you? Whereas if you do it with your best mates, even if they literally cannot play, the more you play, you're just bound to, you are bound to just get on it, you know? And then if you do get big, you play so much that you end up just playing, you know, enough to learn anyway. So, yeah, best piece of advice I ever listened to about like making a band and stuff, make a band with people that you love, not the people that might get you further. So... There's a little bit of Max's stolen advice there to take on board. But anyway, um, I hope you've been enjoying this so far. We are coming to the last song that um, I'm going to put on this. Um, and this is a very special song to me, um, a song that I discovered when I was maybe about 17, 16, 17. Um, and, you know, yeah, no, I, w- I, w- I will share, share the story actually. So we. Um, we were at this, um, family gathering at this house and um, we we're all having a beer and, um, then we're, um, we all stay the night. Um, and, uh, that year, so this is boxing day that year, um, my uncle had, um, passed away. Uh, he had multiple sclerosis and he died, um, of a brain aneurysm and, um, is my dad's brother. So, um. You know, over Christmas time, after losing someone, uh, it's always, it always feels odd because that's always the time that you're all together and sort of seeing cards and not seeing his name in it, whatever. I don't want to sort of bring everything. But the um, that night, um, I have tried on my mate's onesie and um, I've gone downstairs to go and, like, make my dad jump. And my, da- my dad had had a bit to drink by this point. You know, it was quite late. And I jumped on him in this onesie, a crocodile onesie, I think. And all of a sudden, he just started hugging me. And instead of, I thought it was meant to be funny, he was hugging me. And for the first time ever, I heard my dad cry. And he said, you are the closest thing I could ask for, for a brother. Um, And this song was playing. Um, And then I sort of, I began to sort of tear up. I'm quite an emotional person anyway, but I started to tear up. I told him I loved him and I walked off and then I sat in the room next to that room on my own. And for whatever reason, um, the host decided to play this song again. Um, and I just sat there and cried and listened to the song. Since then, it doesn't make me sad. I've, I love it to bits cause it's sort of the way it builds up. It's so, this is definitely a song you need to just sit there and take in and close your eyes to, but it has such a beautiful meaning for me. Um, so that's the type of thing I want to share with you. It does get personal, and sometimes I do think, oh, I don't know if I want to. But that—that's that's what music does. At the end of the day, that's what music is to me. That it's it's those kind of things. Sometimes there are songs that I just love to listen to because they're a fantastic vibe. But other times it is, you know, beautiful things like that. And that's what I would love. I would love for people to share with me and enable um, to share on this because I think sharing that really sort of brings some bit of togetherness together so without further ado this is crime of the century by supertramp see you next week big love
0: Yeah.